The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the future of AI in marketing for e-commerce companies. Joining us is Ian McLeod, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Sales Manigo, which is a customer engagement platform for impact-hungry e-commerce marketing teams. And Sales Manigo's AI-driven solutions have already been adopted by over 2,000 mid-sized businesses in 50 countries, as well as many known global brands such as Starbucks, Vodafone, Lacoste, Kentucky Fried Chicken, New Balance, and my favorite, Victoria's Secrets. And today, Ian and I are going to discuss where AI is taking marketing. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Ian McLeod, the Chief Marketing Officer at Sales Manigo. Ian, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you for having me. Excited to have you on the show. Excited to talk a little AI in e-commerce. I have to say, we're experimenting a little here with artificial intelligence. You were the first victim of our auto-generated intro and outros, and I realized that the copy that my team wrote is actually better than the artificial intelligence intro, so we're still using a hybrid, but thank you for being patient with us as we figure out how to use artificial intelligence here on the MarTech Podcast Tell me a little bit about your use of AI. How is AI being used in marketing specifically for e-commerce companies? I think the whole world is kind of riding the wave of this education around AI. How do we deploy it best, both in terms of from a marketing point of view, but also how do we use it in products, especially in MarTech products, that's actually going to drive value to the end user? So at Sales Manigo, we were the first customer engagement platform to actually deploy ChatGPT and generative AI into marketing automation and email design studio. But as with all new technologies, I think we were first to market for a couple of days. And then, as I say, every other business is really, really testing this out to see how they can drive forward and implement this into their product. So we built it into our email design studio. Email is the crux of all kind of B2B marketing. It's where engagement happens. But email was always seen as a decreasing platform to use in terms of marketing creativity. But I think with the introduction of AI, it's really kind of freed up email to be that personalized, creative and engaging platform that we all wanted it to be originally. But I think everyone fell into the trap in marketing of this kind of one size fits all, bland copy, bland images all through emails. And one thing sales managers were kind of, as I say, first to market with is 
how do we use it to really create engaging content and create engaging images? So we have DALI integrated, we have obviously ChatGPT integrated, and we use it for everything from subject line creation to distilling large bulk copy down into bullet points. And it's really exciting moving forward to see how that these technologies can really take previous channels and really bring them forward into the technological advancements that we're seeing now. So I've done a little bit of artificial intelligence integration for the MarTech podcast. I mentioned that before we started off with our intro script, something that we had templated. And we're basically trying to get artificial intelligence to fill out a template for us with the data we have. And my realization was first, you need to figure out what the trigger is. Then you need to be able to send both the template and the data to chat GPT. And then eventually it produces some sort of an outcome which you need to get into a usable space. So there's triggering, there's prompt generation, there is accessibility and sort of moving the copier data into the right place at the right time. You mentioned you were first to market. Talk me through some of the challenges that you had as you were building your first generative AI integrations, and are they similar to some of the challenges that we faced here? Yeah, I think it's about understanding what you want it to do, because I think we're still in this learning curve in terms of both the power of AI, but also how to deploy it in the most effective and efficient ways. So I think one of the big things, and obviously I'm not on the product side, but speaking to our VP of product, it was really trying to understand Look, this platform can do so many amazing things, but how do we actually get it in a usable format? As you mentioned, prompts, I think, is critical. So how do we take some of that pain? How do that take some of that learning out of how to people to use AI in a really creative way? So we were very focused in the product to be able to create it in a way that it didn't require too much prompts. It didn't require too much learning. It was a case of you're building your subject line, would you like to click a button and see five suggestions? So rather than having the user then create the prompt in terms of build me a subject line that will get open rates or anything like that, we tried to do a lot of the prompting on the back end so that that was built into the solution so that actually the usability is literally a click of a button. So yeah, within the product, it's about simplifying the use because as I say, I think we're, we're still in the early phase. I mean, we're talking a couple of months since people have really been utilizing generative AI in any form of kind of large ways. So the learning curve is still a long way to go. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm trying to get a sort of finite piece of content out the door and automating it so a person doesn't have to touch it with mixed results. I mentioned to you offline that we used an artificial intelligence generated script and it changed your Twitter handle. You are not Ian McLeod CMO, you're Ian McLeod 007, very James Bondy of you. God knows why the artificial intelligence decided that it was going to modify your handle, but it is not pixel perfect with everything it does. You know, there's that notion of hallucinations. And the way that you've got around this is this notion of multiplicity. Hey, give me a bunch of different options so a human can select which one's using judgment. Talk to me about that sandwich methodology where a human prompts the artificial intelligence, gets back a result and uses its judgment. Is that where we should be with artificial intelligence or is there a way where humans don't have to interact to be successful at their jobs? I think it's a really tough question. I mean, I was speaking to somebody earlier today around is marketing science or art? And obviously, as the plethora of data that's available, as these new technologies come accessible to the world, it's definitely leaning on the side of science. However, if the prompts are not correct, the output's not going to be correct. So it's a combination of there still needs to be the creativity of human nature 
that's actually going to ask for certain things in a creative way. And you then need to obviously be that editorial oversight in terms of the publication. One of the big scary things for me is that in five years' time, when I'm trying to hire people, am I just going to see the same CV a hundred times? Because everyone's just put their experience into ChatGPT and out pops the perfect CV, the machine learning has determined that that's going to get my attention. So I think there always has to be that blend of creativity. That needs to be that blend of human oversight. For me, AI is there as a co-pilot, it's there as a support, it's there to increase my productivity, increase my efficiency, and try and speed up some of the things that take time, whether it be research, data crunching, summarizing things. One of my favorite uses so far of AI is a combination of Firefly and ChatGPT. So allowing Firefly to attend meetings that I can't attend, you get the kind of transcript and the audio recording. You then post the transcript into ChatGPT with a, tell me the five most important things from this meeting. And that two hour meeting that I wasn't able to attend is suddenly distilled into five bullet points that I can digest and understand and react to as required. So I think there has to be a balance of utilization and combination of human intelligence, human emotion, marketing creativity with the streamlined efficiency of AI. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So you mentioned that email marketing, obviously critical to growth for many businesses, but specifically for e-commerce businesses, a place where Sales Manigo has focused on automation. What are some of the other channels that you're thinking about or have used artificial intelligence to help support e-commerce businesses? Again, you have to look at things like customer service. You have to look at the ways in terms of returns. We all know the challenges that e-commerce businesses face in terms of customer loyalty, the cost of acquisition, getting those customer insights so that they can deliver a segmented and personalized experience. 
So we're looking at how do we deploy all forms of AI across our core value proposition, which is to create customer intimacy, to provide growth intelligence, and then execute in a precise way. So how do we create the AI experience across our platform so that we can actually provide e-commerce marketeers the way to build that customer intimacy, to be able to understand their customers implicitly and be able to then execute based on precision understanding of the customer's preferences, the customer's activity, the customer's on-site preferences. And how do you then deliver that experience in one real hyper-personalized experience? So yeah, email, I think is just touching the surface in terms of what we can and will be doing through our platform moving forward. You know, I was talking to somebody who is a CMO of a fintech company about my views on artificial intelligence and where we are in the marketplace. And I called the stage that we're in the first off, it's an iPhone moment, right? This is going to be life changing for how everyone does business over the next decade. But what we're holding our hand is the first version of the iPhone. I think it had a calculator. I don't think it had a light. You could do a couple of basic things. I don't even think the first version of the iPhone had a web browser, but it was a useful tool and it was smart and connected. There wasn't an app store. And then as the app store was released, all of a sudden these new businesses started popping up. All of a sudden, even the most sort of legacy stodgy type businesses, the banking industry, everybody went from going to their teller or using an ATM to doing their banking on their phone. Even banking was impacted by the rise of the smartphone. And I think we're having that sort of moment. So when you look at your crystal ball, what's going to happen with artificial intelligence for e-commerce in the future? Obviously, e-commerce is going to be driven by the use of AI across the whole engagement platform. So however customers engage with any form of e-commerce, there will be an AI element. What's exciting to me beyond e-commerce is how AI is going to revolutionize how we just live and work. And as I say, once it becomes the norm and socially accepted, it becomes even more important to deploy that through industries like e-commerce, because if that personalization and that understanding of the consumer that AI can really support is not there, whereas the consumer is then seeing their healthcare and their medicine being revolutionized by AI in terms of diagnosis and, and personalized medication or personalizing customer experience that's driven in terms of analyzing vast amounts of data for me and then being able to tailor recommendations in terms of restaurants or holidays. It will become part of natural life. As I say, the same analogy with the iPhone, it's become a modern day phenomenon in terms of everyone carrying around this mini powerful computer in their pocket. And I just believe that AI will just be involved in every decision that we take moving forward and every interaction we have with any business. There will be some form of customer experience driven by the AI. Yeah, we are in the very early days of using artificial intelligence. So what I'm hearing from you right now is, Artificial intelligence is essentially an assistant. It can help us with multiplicity, figuring out five headlines to use for my emails. It can help me do research on a customer, but maybe it's not quite ready for the deployment of, hey, go launch 15 different emails for this campaign to prospects that have these criteria. right? It's not necessarily a utility like a marketing automation tool is where it is sending marketing materials to our customers. It's not really ready for prime time. It's used for research. 
as we move forward, I think that we can start to think about not only doing a better job of using artificial intelligence created creative, but also it'll help us do a better job with personalization. I think that's really exciting. Ian, am I right or wrong here? It seems like you might have some thoughts. At the moment, I think you're right. I think the natural language processing is around provide prompt to get response. And I say we're still at the very, very early stages of really understanding the power of what can be done. I do, however, believe that we're not too far away from, and I actually had this conversation in a brainstorm with our VP of product, and he said to me, as a CMO, what would you want? And I said, the hardest part of my job is making decisions. And therefore, if you can take away that decision-making, and that decision-making is based on perfect facts, perfect trends, a complete understanding of the projected results, then if there was that big green button, and I could walk in on a Monday morning and say, press the big green button and have the kind of learning algorithms. And I think that's what it's about, the learning that can take in terms of on-site behavior, in terms of our customer personalization, understanding our customer intimacy that we have through the customer data platform, and be able to then deliver and automate the campaigns that have been programmed to drive the best results, send the best emails to the right people at the right time, with the right subject lines, with the right content, promoting the right products, and the same with their on-site experience ensuring that we can then optimize a personalized on-site experience driven through AI that's going to merchandise a site for every single person that lands on the site. I think we're not too far away from that. I think, like I say, at the moment, it's language processing. It's I have a need, I have a prompt, and these are the results. I think we're not too far away from these are the results I would like to see go and do the campaigns and the execution. So yeah, I think it's going to flip on its head. Instead of asking it, we'll tell it what we want. You know, I agree and I disagree with some of the things that you said. I don't want a big green button where I come in in the morning and say, press, okay, work is done. I actually like thinking about the problems. It keeps me stimulated, keeps me feeling like I'm living and I have value. And I do think that we all have this sort of ethical question about how does artificial intelligence help and hurt humanity. For me, I don't want to be replaced. And so the idea, the creativity that goes into setting up a marketing campaign, understanding what I want to test, I do like the idea of the artificial intelligence being able to execute on my behalf. I don't want it to tell me the strategy. Hey, I have questions, artificial intelligence, about five different strategies that I can input. Okay, choose this one. How would you implement it? All right, go run this marketing campaign against a thousand people and let me know what the results are. And I want it done by Friday. I still want to be the boss. I don't want to be the one that responds to artificial intelligence. I want artificial intelligence to be responding to me. But who knows which direction we're heading with this thing. We are still in the very, very early days of an incredible technology. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Ian McLeod, Chief Marketing Officer at Sales Manigo. Join us again tomorrow when Ian and I continue our conversation talking about new customer engagement industry benchmarks. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Ian, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is IanMcLeod007. That's I-A-N-M-A-C-L-E-O-D-007. Or you can visit his company's website, which is salesmanago.com, S-A-L-E-S-M-A-N-A-G-O.com. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Martech podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly on LinkedIn. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.